0: Thank mm-hmm. you.
1: Listening to the Mother Days podcast. I'm Teresa Palmer. And I'm Sarah Wright Olson. Welcome, Daisies. Oh my God, you're in for a treat. We are back with our dear friend Rumor Willis. And she is here to share her birth story. And I am so excited. We were both just over the moon. (laughs) I could barely like sleep last night thinking about it.
0: Do you know how much cash back you're leaving on the table settling for the wrong credit card? Imagine earning up to 5% cash back on your groceries for the next 30 years. Think of all that cash back on those overpriced kombuchas. NerdWallet helps everyone make smarter financial decisions today that future you will thank you for. With NerdWallet, you won't regret missing out on rewards. NerdWallet lets you compare smart cashback credit cards side by side to make the most of your everyday spending. So what could future you do with more cashback? as with all cars, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. I love birth stories. I love them. I love them. I love them. Rumor sent us um, some divine photos from the oh birth. My gosh. And so, of course, in my head, I've sort of made up what I think happened and, I know. and how it all unfolded <laughs> because I've seen these photos. But I just am so excited to hear the full story. And yes. um, we got to have a gorgeous little glimpse of your divine daughter. And
1: I'm just so happy for you. I know I'm so excited for you so okay so we kind of set the stage before of your intentions (laughs) going into birth we talked about your pregnancy and just everything that brought you to this day and you were only like what a couple weeks away and then Mm -hmm. the birth happened so take us now to the time leading up to you going into labor and and like start telling the story. And uh, looking back at it, I realized that I had like a delightful pregnancy because someone
2: <laughs> I was talking to Dr. Berlin. And he was like, so you seem like you're having a really hard pregnancy. And I was like, was I? Because that was <laughs> so easy. I just feel like I could do it again. <laughs> <laughs> It's like they do the men in black, like, and just wipe your memory. You're like, yes, of course I could do this again. This is <laughs> <laughs> But also probably because I had exactly the birth I wanted. So, you know, I don't mm-hmm. feel like traumatized or like anything like that. Um, I was losing my mind, though, towards the end. I was like 40 weeks. And even though my midwife, Andula, had told me, don't listen to your or like your due date is not real it's not a thing, ignore it. Of course it, you know, starts getting closer and you're like, all right, yes, yes, yes. My <laughs> other friends have gone early. Like my psychic told me this baby would come early. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I hit 40 weeks and it's like n- non- nothing, not even like a sprinkling of going into labor. And I just start being such a drama queen, I was like losing my mind.
0: I know. I know. So it's
2: worst so feeling. hard because <laughs> you you know I've got my sciatica. I'm huge. I'm trying to get everything ready. I probably had not been going on enough walks. Even she had risen back <laughs> up a little bit from going in the pool. I'm just like, okay, what do I got to do? <laughs> I go to the farmers market because I go every week, and we had been getting some work done on the house, of course, doing construction. And of course. <laughs> a window had gotten left open and my little cat, I had this like super fluffy white little cat and she got out from the window and she didn't have, I have like an air tag collar on her even because she's such an escape artist. So she gets out. I'm in a frenzy and a panic. I'm calling my boyfriend. I'm like, I can't find her. What am I going to do? Oh my God. Oh. I'm walking down the street, just like penguin walking, lumbering everywhere. I'm like, you have to come home right now. We have to find her. If this cat is dead right before I give birth, I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah. (laughs) I can't deal with this. (laughs) So I'm outside. He pulls up in his car and I see her like just in the road, like four or five houses down. And I take off in a full sprint, like full with my nine month pregnant belly, just like full sprinting. And he was like, babe, I've never seen anybody run that fast. You were going faster than the car. <laughs> so I'm like, just lumbering after I get her back. We go on a long walk that night. So the rest of that night, I'm like, oh, okay. My Braxton Hicks are like a little stronger. Maybe something I'm getting so excited, but nothing. I, my water is not breaking. I have no mucus plug coming out. Not a so the next morning I go see Dr. Crane to check and he's like, all right, you're like 30% of face and about a half a centimeter dilid." But to me, I'm like, yes, that's something. I got something going yes. on. This is Great. <laughs> and I get home and we have like a very mellow day walk around. My mom and my sisters come over that night. And so it's like a madness it's a full house because I think something's happening or at least I'm just hoping I can like will it into action yes so I'm kind of having contractions but because i had been having Braxton Hicks so much towards the end I kind of couldn't tell my water's not breaking nothing so I'm just like okay maybe but I could just be gaslighting myself it's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> so at like four maybe five a.m. I'm the only one up my mom my sisters are sleeping on the couch in our house And I call my doula over and I'm like, I think maybe you should come check this out because I'm they're like coming like five minutes apart. I'm checking it out at 6 a.m. I lost my mucus plug, you guys. And I've never been so delighted. There's a photo of me. (laughs) and like being like oh my god you
0: guys oh, so yes. <laughs>
2: god, I think I was just like weeping oh my god so you haven't slept you're not sleeping you're just kind of up being like oh is this it is it yeah because I finally it was just me and my sister Tallulah in the bath everyone else had fallen asleep and, she, and I'm in the bathtub and she's talking to me and she's like kind of awake and I'm just like okay. And then at one point everyone was asleep and it was just me before my doula had arrived. And I was like trying to just really talk to myself, (laughs) talk to the other. I'm like, okay, this is happening. It's going to be great. And then I got a little bit of sleep and my contractions slowed down. And so by the time we woke up in the morning, my doula ended up staying the night She's the best woman ever. She literally slept on the floor on a sheepskin next to my bed. <laughs> oh my God. We woke up the next day and my contractions suddenly are like 14 minutes apart. Mm. And I just break down and I'm like, if I have to go through a whole nother night of this, like I don't know what I'm going to do because it's it's pain with no context, right? Mm. You're doing this thing that you've never done. You don't know how long it's going to be. You don't know how bad it's going to hurt. You've So for me at least to someone who's like, next to control or at least plan mm. I no idea this could go three days and I'm like I don't I don't know if I can do that yeah so it was this like prodromal labor the stop start yeah. pattern
0: that to me I've had that before it's so frustrating it's really hard because you think it's going and then you let your birth team know and you're like oh guys this mm-hmm. is it and like
2: oh, false alarm <laughs> and there's just something I, I realized for me that so much of this giving birth was such a kind of psycho-spiritual also uh, work for me because I had so much fear. So we go on a walk in the morning. I was, I don't know, maybe like 10 or 12. We go on a, a long walk with my family around the the neighborhood, come back. My midwife comes over to check me and I am hundred percent effaced in two centimeters and I literally start weeping.
1: And I'm like, you guys,
2: I did it. I'm so proud of myself. Cause I was like, all right, at least there was something that was happening last night. Yes, I was working yes. towards something. My body was doing something. And two centimeters to me was like, yes, gold. I yes, <laughs> that is so not good. a movement. But I started doing this thing where um, when I would have a contraction, I started talking to myself. Cause I had all this fear come up and I would just start sobbing and I was like, Hey little girl, it's okay that you're afraid. It's all right. Like you're doing great. You can do this. Mm. Because I didn't really know where I was at. And my doula looked at me and was like, so since it's slowed down, you know, I think I'm going to go. And I don't know what it was, but I think I'm someone, I guess, <laughs> who likes to be under pressure <laughs> because literally maybe five minutes later, all of a sudden my contractions were back and they were like, five to seven minutes apart oh, wow. Full
0: so wow all force coming back hang on maybe i'll <laughs> yeah, say <laughs> you're not leaving this is happening this is happening today
2: that's amazing so they started coming and coming really fast and really hard to the point where you know when you have those and you're not really working with the contraction and it it just feels like you almost can't breathe yeah mm. it's like overwhelming you
1: mm-hmm. yeah
2: And so I was in such fear and I'm like bracing against each Mm, one and they put mm. me on the damn peanut ball to try and like help situate her better. And that was so brutal trying to sit still through a contraction, Uh. which is why I get why most women who are, if you're in a hospital, I I can't even imagine having to sit still. Yeah. No. There's no way. If I hadn't been able to move, there's no way I could have done what I was able to work Mm. with and do But my midwife comes over and after, and then she leaves for a little bit. And I'm still kind of like super afraid, but I get in my bathtub and I'm like, I don't know if I can do this, God. And it's just every time I was having one, I was just like bracing. Mm. And then I don't know what happened. My doula said something to me. We had some like hypnobirthing, YouTube gal chatting, and I just started moving with the contraction in the water. So I'm literally holding the sides oh, of the table. i yeah. send you guys this video. And I literally start, like, <laughs> I don't know, like gyrating or moving my hips. It, it literally looks like I'm having sex with an invisible person in the water so, <laughs> oh, so. I have
0: a birth like that too. Yes. <laughs> and my friends, like, it was almost sort of uncomfortable to watch because we thought you
2: were. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally like oh, holding the edges, like yes! trying to. It was the only thing that, that, like I was able to get through it yeah, yeah. it was wild so then I'm in <laughs> I'm in the bath and then I got out for a little while and then I got into this rhythm because they were pretty intense at that point that was that was pretty gnarly yeah and so you're moving are you vocalizing yeah a little bit I think I was just so shocked after the first one I got through where I was like whoa like I, I can I think I can do this Okay. Like, I, I think I'm going to be okay. There's a video even of my mom and my doula like high fiving. They're like, yes, she finally got it. She's letting oh, go. She's letting yes. It. it was amazing. And then I end up, they, I got out of the bath and I went on my bathroom floor for a little while. And it was like, my mom, she has her tiny little dog and <laughs> which was amazing. It was our mascot and my boyfriend. And I've got like a pillow between my legs. And I'm laying on the ground in between every contraction because I'm so tired at this point that I'm literally, we had like a system going where I'd be like, okay, then I'm getting on my hands and knees, moving around, you know, just trying to do circles. And then as soon as it would start to slow down, I lay down again and try Mm. and get whatever sleep I could. And were you having micro sleeps? Yeah, a little bit, which I I remember you guys talking about. Yeah, Mm. Yeah, I had those too. There's no concept of it. I know. Like, No way I can sleep for two minutes like that's no way you like, and-, and yet you do <laughs> It's <laughs> unbelievable. and all of a sudden you guys I'm I'm like uh, my body is like oh I need to push but, but in Whoa. my mind like, yeah in my mind I'm like I- I'm old I don't even know how dilated I am but my body is literally just doing that like I I can't oh, and yeah. so my life is not there and i'm like trying to tell my doula and i said I, I i need to push i'm trying she's like wait 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 a second i don't know if you should do that and have did any of your midwives or doulas talk to you guys about the purple line in the back yes yes yeah so she looked at my purple line and was like okay you're you're probably close but i don't know she was like do what you can to try not to push we'll call your midwife alex we'll try and get her here alex comes and I had dilated from two to eight in like
1: 40 minutes. Oh my <gasps> gosh. <gasps> yeah.
2: the That's wonder insane. That was so intense. Oh, oh, no wonder
1: so... you were gyrating. Oh my gosh. Literally the only way. But I was like, okay.
2: So she told me that and I was like, okay, thank God. Cause like my, oh, wow. it was like, I, I have to start pushing. Meanwhile, by the way, my water still has not broken yeah yes yes at this point. so I'm just like okay I have no idea what's happening so they put me in the birth tub and I'm in there and I kind of and I ask if I can start pushing and she says it's fine that I'm like eight ish but you know that it's cool she was like whatever your body wants to do just trust it and she was like I can feel the bag bulging and of course, me being the like birth geek that I am, I was like, oh, I have to feel. I have to like see what's happening up there. Yeah. yeah. And I thought it was her head. I didn't realize it was the bag. Like, I wow. thought it had, like popped somehow and it hadn't. And I could literally feel it was like a water balloon,
1: but just was the the wildest thing that I've ever felt. How far up was it? Because my doctor always said that mine is so far away (laughs) where my cervix is. He was like, it's so hard to get to you to check you. And so once my whole thing, like, you know, position. So how far did you have to put your hand up to feel the bulge? Um, not that far. Like a finger length yeah
2: wow, like I didn't wow. because she was you know it was it, it was really <gasps> close but like oh my gosh it's so wild
0: <gasps> oh my gosh <gasps> all right as you guys know we are we are busy mums we are dog mums business mums performance mums school board mums life gets Hectic. That's why we rely on our tried and tested go-tos to alleviate some of the chaos. NerdWallet helps you by maximizing your everyday spending, whether it's groceries for the week, drinks with friends, or a
1: nice family meal. Do you know how much cash back you're leaving on the table settling for the wrong credit card? Imagine earning up to 5% cash back on your groceries for the next 30 years. I mean, come on, guys. Think of all the cash back that you're going to get on those kombuchas, on those frozen pizzas. NerdWallet helps everyone make smarter financial decisions today that future you will thank you for. With NerdWallet, you won't regret missing out on rewards. NerdWallet lets you compare
0: smart cashback credit cards side-by-side to make the most of your everyday spending. So what could future you do with more cashback? A silent meditation retreat in Peru, a sweat lodge in India,
1: whatever it is, make it happen with a smarter cashback credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com nerd wallet finance smarter as with all credit cards credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply all right guys we are a couple of tired mamas and
0: all we do is crave a spa day and we deserve it It's a value pack of two luxurious body care moisturizers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion, both featuring OSEA's signature, uplifting, all-natural citrusy scent. How exciting? Did it just fill you with like adrenaline? Were you like, oh
2: my gosh, I'm so close? I was so excited. And that's why it's like, even now, I I can't even necessarily give context to the pain or remember it because I was just so excited. Yeah. Things were happening and things were moving. And so I kept pushing a little bit and I'm on my hands and knees. Oh, I had gotten into a birth tub out in the living room because I had decided that I didn't want to be in the bath. I was like, I want to be in my living room. I want
1: everyone to have a seat yeah <laughs> you're like me i'm like bring on all the energy i want everybody in here I love let's it. all do yeah. this yes. together <laughs> yeah
0: i always birth with like a room full of people like all my yes. friends i
2: always have so many people <laughs> I people were like you're gonna want to be in like a tight space that's how the rest of like mammals do birth and i was like no no, give me the piano and give me, I need lights, (laughs) some candles and this thing and and a seat for everybody watching. Um, but we're in there. And so I looked at my midwife and I was like, so like, should we break my water to kind of help get things going? And she was like, well, you can, if you want to. And I was like, what do you mean I can? She was like, well, if you just on the next contraction, just put your finger up there and Put a little pressure on it and it should pop. Wow. I'm like, I can do that? So you okay. You
1: can. <laughs> oh my gosh. So
2: I literally had a contraction. I pushed my fingers up there, put a little bit of pressure against it, and all of a sudden it just went, <gasps> <gasps> oh my God.
1: You broke your own water. Get out. That's, so I'm, that's cool. the first first time I've heard wow. of a girl doing that. Love that. I mean, I thinking back to it, I'm
2: like, that's cool, but like, man, if I could have. What if she would have come out and sacked? That would have been also very cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's okay.
2: So then I'm pushing for a little bit, and uh, you know, I'm I started also making those vocalizations a little higher, and so everyone, of course, is telling me to do what they tell you to Dropping. do, which is like put yeah. them from the low place. But I, I couldn't, I couldn't be on my back. At one point, I even tried, and everyone grabbed my legs, and I was just like, "Everyone, get the fuck off of me! Let <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> will go." And I was, but I was only in there maybe for, I don't know, like an hour, hour and a half. And after I broke my water, I could feel her head and I could feel how much hair she had, yes. which was exciting. so cool. I thought it was the most amazing thing ever. And my midwife was checking her heart rate and it dropped once. And so they were kind of going to leave it and then it dropped again. And they go, okay, we're going to. Like, why don't you get out of the tub? We might need like a little bit more gravity or a first time mom. So they put me on a birth stool and I'm thinking it's going to be this like gorgeous wooden, like carved thing with a it's hole like in the middle. White and plastic or something. It's, like blue it's literally something a piece like of metal. To, yeah. Oh, God. It looks like what you would see in a shower.
1: <laughs> At a hospital.
2: See, but there's no seat on it. Yeah. Literally just two pieces of metal. And so I even said to her, I was like, where's the seat? She's like, this is it kid. I was like, okay, all right, here we go. I was just so like, let's do this at that point that I just, I sat down and they checked her and her heart rate was still kind of, it got back up, but it dipped again after I was pushing for a second on the stool. And my midwife kind of just had that moment where It was almost like a movie scene. And I know you guys will get this where she kind of locked eyes with me and was like, we got to get her out right now. And I was like, cool, all right. Nothing else matters. Like, I know I've been in pain, but she said, I can cut you and she'll come out, you know, right away. And I was like, look, if that's what you have to do to get her out safely, great. I totally get why moms do crazy things in those situations because you're like, sure, if she's, you know, there's something wrong. Literally, as soon as I said that, I had a contraction, and her head came out all the way out in the next push, and then her whole body came out.
0: Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my god!
2: <laughs> Again, maybe me under the pressure. pressure. Like, Great, I gotta get her out. So, oh my, gosh. her head like her head wasn't. It, like you could see the top of her head, but it's not like I had time to like let my tissue stretch or stretch. like that. Oh the, wow! Yeah, her head was, here and then she literally all the way out and then all the way up
0: and was that how was that for you did you feel a sting did you feel a burn
2: no (sighs) like I don't even it it, it, she it was just like I think I was pushing so hard and I just like it's like my body and my mind went totally somewhere else Because in the moment, it was just like, boom, boom. And then she was out. And so then you have all that oxytocin and you're like, oh, my God,
1: this is my Uh And
2: so Uh they're holding her. My partner and the midwife caught her. And that's the only thing that I wish I could have done. But I know in that situation that, you know, I was like holding onto the stool. If I could have caught her myself, I would that would have like checked all the boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh So. She she had the cord wrapped around her neck, but then she also had it like a sash around her body, which was wild. I had never like. And so did they just unwind it? Yeah, and they're both trying to do it at the same time. (laughs) They're like, and finally, I was like, guys, just stop. Come here. (laughs) (laughs) And then they handed her to me, and I think I sent you guys that photo where I'm literally (sighs) just ugly crying, holding her. Because I'm like, this is the most beautiful being I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Because you don't, you know, in your head, you're like, yeah, I I want, you know, I'm probably going to have a good looking kid. Or maybe you never know. But then they come out and she was the most beautiful thing I had ever seen. I could not not believe it.
1: And I'm holding her and
2: I'm looking at my sisters. I'm like, oh, my God, you guys. And my mom, my partner. I'm like, oh, my God. this is. And is everyone crying? sobbing all of us (laughs) of course and then they try I try to like stand up so I've got her in a towel because there was a little bit of meconium um in the fluid that came out and Mm -hmm. so they just had me um keep her uh like flipped kind of like a football hold so that she could drain drain. yeah 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 so I'm holding her in a little towel and I go to get up to sit on the couch which is right nearby um to sit down for a second and i'm like uh, I, I and then i tried to sit down and i go you guys i can't sit down it's too much pressure and so literally maybe i don't know like less than a minute after i had her i go to walk back over to the birth stool like a few steps away and i go here hold on one second guys And i literally just push my placenta out oh, into my hand my gosh
1: <laughs> i barely <laughs> caught it on the ground <laughs> you caught your own placenta <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you didn't catch a baby, but you did get the placenta. So you did get one of them.
1: <laughs> okay. By the way, did it feel so good coming out? Oh, like it's a, a good hot theory. pack? It's just oh, like a hot bowl of pudding I'm or something through. It just like, just like <laughs> also just to then. To,
2: I was like, I just have to have everything out of my body. I was I like, I know. If you know if there's anything left in me, cannot yes. do it. So then I got it all out, and I was like, oh, "Okay, yes, I'm okay." Wow! <laughs> My God, that is. I-
0: Epic! And tell us about those first like few minutes. I want to hear about the latch. Like what happened in that like post birth, like
1: right after the baby comes out. Like where where are you? Like, is she okay? Is she breathing? Like all those moments. Like the first, I I didn't even have that moment of like, Mm -hmm. is she okay?
2: It was just like I I feel like maybe she cried a little bit. She's Mm. also quietest baby. She's the most mellow child. Everyone's like, wow, you have a really good baby. I don't know. <laughs> she was so mellow. Like she wasn't like freaking out. She wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like a stark thing. Cause I just had her on me. And I, then I think after I like kind of waddled with her, after I pushed my placenta down, I like waddled with her to the bedroom and was trying to lay down, but it like, I I couldn't sit up straight. You know, because it just feels yeah. too much pressure. And I didn't realize that I, I had tore a little bit. Um, mm. And of course, you know, I've got like, I've got a whole household. So everyone's like, give me the baby. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and I hadn't peed in a really long time. And I kept feeling like when I was in the birth tub that I had to pee, but I couldn't. Mm. And so both my doula and midwife were like, listen, it it really is important for you to try and pee. You know, because they were worried that like I could have had a bladder prolapse or like something like that. So I handed the baby off to her dad, even though I would have not let anybody take her from me for like two hours after that. And I came back and my midwife was like, well, since you don't have the baby, can I kind of like see the lay of the my land? Sure. There? Yeah. yeah. I literally have my sister and my boyfriend on the bed. They're holding her and I have this huge mirror right across from the bed. And I literally end up just sitting like spread eagle with everyone talking to me and and I can't see, but my legs are like up like this, this yeah. big in front of me. And my midwife goes, "Okay, you tore a little bit. It's not too bad. It's just like the first, you know, the first layer of skin." And she was like, mm-hmm. "And there's a little flap that we have to cut off." And I was like,
1: <laughs> "A little flap? A little <laughs>
2: flap? Like?" okay we have to cut Uh, it off
1: can we and did you tear (laughs)
0: up near your urethra or at the bottom part at the bottom oh I tore right at the top and I also had Mm a little flap I can't even imagine tying it like at the top it's terrible when you piss let me just say (laughs) it's like the most painful stinging
2: thing in all the land yeah yeah because my midwife when when I got on the stool kind of looked at me too I forgot about this she looked at me and she goes it's a real tight squeeze down there. I'm going to have to stretch your tissue a little bit with my hand. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, oh, I, wow. like out. I could feel that it was a tight squeeze because yeah. I was like, you know, I had my hand down there when I was pushing and trying to like, you know, give counter pressure at different places. And I was like, I, I don't know. I just had an intuition that it was going to be like some sort of thing. Yeah. Wow. I had, I had a Barbie vagina before. I'm yeah. not lie <laughs> a bobby <Barbie> vagina <laughs> which I don't even know if we should say. <laughs> no, probably- my God.
0: No, it's my girlfriend the other day. She was like, oh, I went out with my friends and we were all staying together. And I was in the shower and she she looked at my vagina and she was like, you've got a porno pussy. Oh, my gosh. It's just all so <laughs> like perfect and tight. And yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, that's so hilarious. And so she's like <laughs> proudly with her porno pussy. I was like, oh. she's, she's like, like,
1: and like I've had four wearing it as a badge of yeah. honor as she's if like, she could I'm do so anything to change. Yeah, that's hilarious. For
2: like every other area in your life is great, other than when you're giving birth. Like I have not stretched my tissue enough. I've not done enough pelvic floor work. Okay, yes, I knew it. Even towards the end, because there was so much weight. You know, um, and I was like, it feels tighter down here. I feel like it's just been like yes. holding everything up like it. I, I was st- still when she she had to sew me up. And so she was like, OK, the lidocaine's going to sting. We're going to give you a little of this. I could like I was like, I can't even feel the lidocaine that you're putting in. The shots didn't feel like anything at that point. And I was just laughing at being like nude in my bed with a, this like you know concoction yes. going on but oh, oh wow I couldn't imagine it also any other way so she was sewing me up and she goes okay so there's this little it's very tiny but it's already turning blue so I think I think we I think we gotta just like snip it off and I was like do what you gotta do
0: <laughs> is that pain like what
2: <laughs> so do you get yeah, to have was it that numbed? Painful? yeah so she numbed everything oh thank okay. god yeah I was a little bit like do you numb me before you start sewing me up like what's what's the protocol here yeah. not in a hospital. obviously in a hospital it's like d- d- super you know dialed in but again I didn't know that much about kind of like the model of midwifery care what that looks like when you tear what you have to do and she was like look it's really not that bad like you're, the way that you tore is I don't know what level it was but you know I don't think it was that bad And she was like, look, if we try and reattach this, it could cause you more problems because it could be, Mm. you know, folded over. And so they gave me a lot of lidocaine and snipped it and I couldn't (gasps) feel it. You couldn't feel it. And how's the recovery Um, been? I was doing too much and on my feet too much. And so it took a little bit longer. It also just feels strange. It felt like I had like a you know, you go from having all these like soft bits down there and how you felt your vagina and your vulva like every day for your whole life to like, wow, it totally feels different. Yeah. Well, I have a little bit of scar tissue and how does this feel? And also I'm someone who likes to see things. So I tried to look like way too early on. in yeah. the mirror. It was like, don't look, it's going to look like a Franken badge. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah
2: and I looked at it and I was like oh my god is it okay is there something wrong like what's happening here this is <laughs> yeah. yeah but i'm good now and it's and it and it's i, I think also part of the healing process to me is like remi- i keep having to remind myself to go slower to be more tender to you know give my body a rest but it's it's so hard because i just i, I look at her and i'm like i just want to do everything and oh and take her
0: out and like just fold her into your life and see people and I know that
2: feeling it's the best the best but and I also understand why people like I I gave birth to her and maybe like five days later I was like I could do this again
1: like (laughs) yeah how long how long did it take to heal okay cool I want to ask you um to go back to this moment in your birth when you talked about um how you were fighting against the contractions and the waves. Yeah. And then someone said something or something happened, and then you really just you just like something switched and you started to ride them, gyrate with them, flow in the water with them. Like Do you remember it being an actual thing like where you were like, did it once like one contraction and you were like, oh, I get it. Like, I get what this is. Was it like, did you have to release and surrender and give into it? Like, talk about that a little bit. I think there's so much of me that just generally is
2: a bit afraid of the unknown. Like, I love to know what's going to happen if someone... Mm. Could have said your birth is going to be this long it's going to hurt this bad and blah, blah. like I would be like great got it I can do that yeah and I think that there was something for me and even just a big lesson that I feel like I'm working on this year is completely around surrender my doula mm-hmm. was like that is your word surrender 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 <laughs> and I think especially even towards the end of my pregnancy I was trying to control all right and and I had such a projection of what I thought Even being pregnant would be, or, you know, what having a partner and being pregnant would be, and all of that, that it was like I just needed to let it all go. And I kept trying to fight it and brace the contractions. And it was exactly like you said. I literally just, I don't know what happened, but it was either like something downloaded in me or something just switched. And I literally grabbed the side of the tub. And the next time the contraction came, just started moving with it. Mm. And It's when I, inside of me was like, oh, I can do this. Yeah. I can do this because if I can, it's brutal. And now knowing that I, how quickly I was dilating, like I, I get why it was a little intense, (laughs) Yeah, it's just also, I think like taking it one contraction at a time when people say that it's so important because every time I would get through one, I'd be like, oh my God, okay, 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 okay but then you, you did one. That's right. And then you get a break. Generally. Yeah. And you get a break. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not just like this constant hammering, but I think that's, what's hard about when you have, you know, when people are kind of swayed to get induced or things that it's just fighting against your body's, what, what we can actually handle. Cause yes, that was intense, but I could handle it. Mm. How long was your labor overall? I don't know. I mean, I guess I would technically count it from when I lost my mucus plug because I feel like all of that, like, super early labor stuff,
1: yes, it was hard. You can call that pre-labor, though. Yeah. Because it did did prep you. It got you, like, yeah. So pre-labor was at least 12 hours, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Pre-labor was at least 12 hours. And then I would say active labor from, what, four like 3, 4 a.m. till 9.25 at night. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my
1: God. That's unbelievable. That is It was amazing. Yes. And,
0: And what was that, like, what did it feel like to be lying there with your baby, like, an hour or two later? Tell us about the first latch. Tell us about all that yummy, yummy stuff.
2: Well, she latched pretty much immediately. Like as soon as I got laid down in the bed, I tried to put her on my chest and she did it very easily. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> this perfect child. And my sister Tallulah actually looked at me because when I was holding her right after I gave birth, I didn't even remember that I would said this until Tallulah reminded me. I looked at her and I said, I missed you. Oh, Luetta, oh, what, instead of saying like, Oh, I love you. It's so nice to meet you. I said, I missed you. And I just had this moment oh, when she told me and I was like, Oh, it's because I know you like, oh, I mom, um, which I feel like I do. I like, it. and I'm sure, you know, most moms have that, but it's just like, yeah, you're my, like, you're this person. I can't imagine person. never not having you. Yeah. Like, I've just been waiting for you. And and then everybody left. I, You know, my mom had offered to stay that night and help us out. And I don't know, Derek and I just had this moment where we were like, let's just try. Let's see, let's see if, we can, yeah. <laughs> if we can do this ourselves the first night. And then, you know, the energy of the house quiets down. I, people had been bringing me soup and my family was amazing. They had like put sheets on our bed and done, you know, set it all up and... I'm in there in those like, you know, like mesh granny panties with my big diaper and trying to like sort everything out. And then the house gets quiet and we just look at each other and we're like, what do we do with her? How, how do you do this? <laughs> 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 what are you supposed to do now? I just stay awake. I'm exhausted. I just gave birth to her, but I can't stop looking at her. Oh my God. Yeah. And I think, I don't think I slept very much that night, but I just... I was just so in awe and I kept, it's still surreal to me that I'm her mom or that I Mm. am a mom or that when people say, oh, is that your daughter? I'm like, yes, it is because I have a daughter. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's so strange and also the most miraculous thing. Like I've, I've never loved anything more in my entire life and would do anything for this kid.
0: Aww. And it's
2: also strange because she looks so much like me that, and I know this will probably put her in therapy later, but it's like I'm looking at myself. Totally. Mm. Like I feel like I have such an opportunity in a non-creepy, you know. Like reparenting. Way, yeah. It's like, I feel like I get to reparent myself. And, you know, obviously you find the boundaries. So you're not like putting all of your failed hopes and dreams. <laughs> into <this like> little <laughs> yeah, but There's something so beautiful because I look at her and even say, you know, when you're having that hard day, I don't know if you guys had this, but I feel like nobody really talks about like the hormone drop on day three. Day three. We we talk about that. We talk about it a lot. I mean, like that's some that I had never really heard that much about. And it's so Mm -hmm. intense. But then at the same time, you're like, oh, my God, I feel like my life's crumbling. Everything's terrible. But I look at this little being and I'm still so happy or like, oh, my gosh, my My nipples are literally so raw, and I like can't even imagine having to like feed you again right now because it just hurts so bad. But it's like, it's still a privilege every time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like there's that weird thing where just it's amazing that two things can exist at once. Yeah, that that those things are able to coexist. Yes,
0: absolutely. Yeah, day three, it's like I always make sure I check in on all my Mm -hmm. friends day three even yeah. if it's like I'll I'll wait outside the door if you need me I'm here because yeah. it it does I remember feeling really sad with poet in particular on day 3 cuz Mark what Mark was feeling very overprotective and wasn't letting anyone come (laughs) come visit
1: because he was feeling really
0: overprotective and I remember being like oh I know that everyone says to like lie in with your baby and like just have it be the little cocoon but I wanted my people around and he was being too overprotective for me and day three I was just like oh oh," like sobbing crying that whole day like what is happening yeah oh wow and then so talk to us about like the sore nipples and the all that sort of stuff engorged boobies yeah yeah. so that that lat the first latch you felt like it was a really successful latch and did you feel like she then like regressed with the latch or the nipples just were trying to get used to it and they were they were just sore
2: well she had a little bit of a tongue tie or a Mm -hmm. lip tie sorry yeah um also i don't know if you guys had this i felt weirdly that like not that it would be like sensual, but I didn't think it would be so intense breastfeeding because yeah. it, in my head, the context I had is like, if you're in a sexual situation and, you know, you have a partner that's doing it where you're like, oh, this they're sucking up my nipples and it's not
1: that bad. But when your yeah. kid does it, it's so much more intense. Yeah, yes. it's very, very different when they're trying to, you know, get food out of there. Yeah. it's <laughs> wildly different. So when I it, it was like, okay, wow, this is going to be very different. Cool. And so her top
2: lip was super tied. So like the tops of my nipples, mm. she was pulling because her lip like would just oh. almost get white and even her little nose would get white. Oh. Um, so we, I did a revision on that and that like really helped so much. Um, and then she had a tongue tie as well. And we did that. And I've noticed even actually now it's what I'm dealing with is like, she still has a lot of tension in it, and has like a you know, it's like you have to kind of retrain their, their tension tones. here on the sides, tension here, and yeah. then here. Because, yeah. like, look, we'll they go through a lot in the coming out as well, and they're also just their own people that have their own like you know asymmetry and stuff That's that you right. can hmm. have to work with. So, what I'm doing kind of right now is helping to like retrain her cheeks and get her mouth functioning because I feel like there really is a bit of this there's so much energy before you give birth right it's like so much checking on you every week everyone even like the first two weeks postpartum you know everyone's like how are you can we bring you something what do you need I also had a very overprotective partner who was like trying to you know (laughs) keep everyone at bay yeah. And I also was like, no, I want everyone here all day long. Like this is great. <laughs> Yes. Yes. I'm
0: like that. And so you're trying
2: to, you know, find the balance between you're like, okay, I've got this like new nuclear family and then I have mine. Like, how do I yes. find the balance between all of that? Yeah. Especially because my family and I are like so, so incredibly close. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, it's, it's, it's strange to find like a, a new balance between that. But I think I don't know. I I, I kept, I kept trying to just remind myself that whenever new things would happen, like, okay, I have like, I have people I can reach out to. I have thankfully a friend who had just given birth, like her baby came a day before me. My other friend, you know, had a baby three weeks ahead of me. So I had people at least that were going through the same things I was going through, Mm. but it's, it's terrifying as a parent because you're going, all right, should I like literally laser something in my kid's mouth? Is that the right choice? Should I do this? Is that, you know, there's horror stories um, on both sides. Like what, what do I do? And we kind of quickly realized that that's, I think kind of just what parenting is, is that you never really know if you're doing the right thing, but you're just trying to do the best that you can with the tools that you have.
1: Yeah. I mean, exactly. And... Especially when it comes to those first like few days, I mean, and it's nursing and it's like, you're worried about them gaining weight or like losing weight or, you know, just like, okay, my milk is coming in or it's not coming in very quickly or whatever those questions are that come up or, you know, I remember with my son, with Wyatt, I had to a million times, I had to pull his mouth off like I had to take off the latch Mm -hmm. and then redo the latch again okay let's redo the Mm -hmm. latch again and he also had a tie right here yeah Um, but it they were like you know you could do it or not do it it's not enough to where it matters and I think you can train him you know to um keep trying to nurse and but it would make my nipple kind of go flat like at the top you know like I would almost have like a line across yeah like a little red one right yes and I was like oh my gosh this it was so painful yeah and then finally it like it it happened finally the latch happened but I just remember in those first like you know couple of weeks just like pulling off putting on pulling off putting on like trying Mm -hmm. to adjust that and Um, I think feeding the nipple, like, you know, how you can feed a
0: little bit more of the areola in there when they're latched on, were you able to do that? Either
1: of you? Yeah. It's like when they're, when they get pinchy though, like when this happens, then it like, even if you've like fed it all in there, then Mm. they'll readjust and get pinchy. Like they'll, it it like, it's weird. And you can't uncurl the lips. Well, she didn't didn't have enough space to do
2: it. Now she does. Yeah, but what's interesting now is that she's like my my letdown is so fast. I mean, you guys, my boobs are out of control. right now
1: <laughs> I didn't know that
2: I could have boobs. I this know. Long. I
1: mean, we actually probably need a bigger screen just to fit yeah, your, just a, your today's <laughs> and the
2: bottom half here.
1: <laughs> but she
2: does this thing now where I try to feed her, and she puts her arms up, and she goes. Like this, where mm, you know, she's like, it's, it's too, fa- fa- too fast. Too fast. My letdown is so yeah. fast. The thing starts gagging a little bit. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. I'm not trying to waterboard you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's oh. Wild because, like, I was. They taught me how to. I had this amazing lactation consultant come by, and she was showing me like different things that you can do, and even like occupational therapy to like help. um Retrain their mouth and all of this different stuff, and it's just wild. And I feel like so much more attention needs to be brought on, like providing more support postpartum. Yeah, because all of a sudden it's like you know, after the first two weeks, everyone's like, "Bye, yeah." (laughs) Like you're in it, woo, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then you're just in it, and you're doing it every day. And again, look, it's like such a joy. She's literally the most magical creature and i would spend every day at home for the rest of my life mm. taking care of her and also at the same time sometimes i'm like i just need someone to hold her for like five minutes just so i can take a bath and like recenter myself yeah or yeah. you know and and then two are not mutually exclusive because That's right i mean most of the time i end up just bringing her in the bath with me which is most Always. delightful thing ever I it's so her. nice my favorite
0: thing. It's
2: so but nice. it's also
1: nice to have a bath alone. It's also nice to yeah. like have, have a, a
0: minute.
1: Yeah, or yeah. shower, a minute to like, you know, regroup, just like you're saying. And you're totally right. There's not, there really is not enough in the, we don't take care of our moms, that's for sure. And no. like postpartum care for that. And they're kind of left to their own devices, which is, it's lonely.
2: It's It's lonely
1: when you're in it because then you feel like what you're doing, because we don't live in these like communes that we wish that we lived in. But what you feel like you're doing is that you're like, okay, I'm I'm nursing and I'm learning and I'm doing all this stuff with my baby, but at the same time I'm like Googling stuff. Is this normal? And I'm texting yeah. friends and I'm like, should I do this or shouldn't I? And I, you feel like you're sort of torn between your device <laughs> that you're okay. constantly trying to get information from and also this time with your baby. Um, and your partner, if your partner's able to be there, if your partner's not working yeah, exactly. like whatever. Yeah. So how
0: has that been? Have you had him around?
1: Yeah, he's been around. He actually just started
2: going back um, he's like gone now during the day, like three days a week. I'm, I'm very spoiled, you know, having him here, but, you know, even still when you've got, when they're like, you know, they're, he was very overprotective and cooking and cleaning and like doing the thing. And it's like, everybody at a certain point is like, okay, you know, like <laughs> they want to get, you know, he wanted to get back to his stuff. And then suddenly I'm going, okay, wait, but how do then, how do I feed myself? Because like, you know, mm-hmm. I how do you then put them down when they're not here? Like I took a shower today. and I put her in a little bassinet outside the shower and I literally had to kept, keep like going in and out of the shower to put her little pacifier back in. <laughs> yeah. But it, you you take for granted those, those few minutes that, yeah. you know, you can just say, Hey, can you, can you hold her for two seconds just while I do this or while I yeah. pee or while I, mm-hmm. you know, I literally felt like the other day she was just really wanting me and I just had to pee holding her because <laughs> she just didn't want to be put down. Oh, yeah. The amount of
0: times I've breastfed a kid, like <laughs> literally while I'm taking a dump is like
2: unbelievable. So <laughs> like you've got your like
0: newborn on you and you're like, this is so strange,
2: but I've got no other option. Right okay. Now. <laughs> also, by the way, I have to say you guys, because I know you guys talk about poo and pee as so much as I do here. Like I was so scared to poop after oh, because, yeah. I was so terrified and everyone's like, oh, girl, watch out. The first poo, the first yeah. poo. I ate so many dates
1: and oh my it took gosh. so much
2: magnesium because I was so scared of what was, when it was going to be. How was that. the first poop? It was totally fine. Okay, it was, so fine. It was fine. A little pressure. Mine's no, always been fine. fine. Because I had so many dates and I was like only eating Ayurvedic <laughs> food for like the first week.
1: Oh, then, oh, oh look at that hair. Oh.
2: So much hair. <laughs> Did you have a lot of hair? I didn't. Ha- no, I was bald, but oh I had gosh. a lot of. I had a lot of acid reflux, which everyone says. Oh yes. Oh.
1: Yes. Oh, oh, the newborn baby. sound. Oh, oh, oh swoon.
0: <laughs> I cannot literally. You sound like a little pterodactyl. We'll both be pregnant in five. Minutes. I seriously, my period <laughs> just came back after 21 months postpartum. Oh and I was my like, god! But just should we? Like, should we just? Yes, like we you're insane. I'll do it together, girls. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! What is wrong? What with are you me?
1: looking back at all of this and knowing like how much you had prepared yourself and learned and everything? Like, do what do you feel like? Was one of your like big lessons, like one of your takeaways, mm. like what was revealing itself to you, or you know, kind of showed up for you? I
2: realized that I spend a lot of time um, trying to like avoid conflict, mm. and that you can't do that when you're someone's mom. You can't people please, and you can't do things that you think will just like avoid conflict. Like, I didn't want anybody. We have the thing with like. I don't want anyone to like kiss her face or mm. her hands. I had a girlfriend of mine who came in really hot and I literally froze. And uh. I was like, and I couldn't say anything. And I was like beating myself up for it. Mm. I hear you. And I was like, God, why can't I, it's my kid. I can't even like, how how can I not even prioritize what I know is the best thing for her? and And, and so I kind of just... I don't know. It's something I've been working on a lot. And I realized in the beginning too, because like you were talking about Teresa, like I wanted everyone here. Mm-hmm. I wanted everybody here. And, but I didn't, I didn't say what I wanted. And I kind of was waffly and I wasn't mm-hmm. like, you know what? I know that everything that we had talked about it being us too, or, or, you know, not having that many visitors, but I realized this is really the kind of support that I need and want. So yeah. Is that you. And I didn't advocate for myself and it it made it, you know, messy. And I I created like then an inability to like advocate for the kind of care and support I needed so that Mm -hmm. then I felt like a little lonely. Yeah. Yes. You know, and I was okay and fine, but, but I think I really... Hi, I know you're the best. I think I would really work on on being really clear about now knowing, okay, this is what I really need postpartum. This is what I really need. This is the kind of support I need. Mm. This is the kind of, um, this is what I want and just being, being loving and firm and not apologizing for having those, those needs or those desires. Yeah. I want a thousand of them.
0: I want thousand. Girl, I, um, my <laughs> husband was like, Teresa, I think this is a serious addiction, and I was like, I'm not just addicted. I am not addicted to it. He was like, No, oh legitimately. God. He's like, Hey, because the the conversation's always about like addiction when we talk about addiction in our house. Always talking about Mark, and I'm like, He was like, No, you have like a baby addiction, like you have a pregnancy birth <laughs> baby addiction, and so he's funny. like, You're trying to just like you know build the family, and I was like, I am because I just wait, wait, what? That, this isn't a bad thing. I just want to keep having them because I love them and. And I love, I love like how each one, brings this new dynamic shift to the yes. family and then so seeing cool. them all together
2: and i just like oh, i want a, a massive dream. family
0: i just do i want to i want a huge family it's my truth you too. listen
2: you know you can just tell Mark that un, until we get to like kimberly vanderbeek status you can't, you can't <laughs> do this. i know that's <laughs> two more i'm at least having two more
0: <laughs> i think that's a very reasonable number did you okay so here's my question for you because this is the thing that I run up against all the time. It's like my truth, my like everything, my passion is being a mom and having all these kids. Oh my God, I love it so much. Uh, and so I dream about, honestly, every night is what I dream about is having more babies and our families. So <laughs> the thing that I, I worry about is like, Oh, but my career, my career, like Mm. I'm going to lose opportunities. If I follow like the passion of my heart, I'm going to lose opportunities. So Mm -hmm. did you ever like, were you ever worried? Like, what does this mean for me? Like career wise, if I go down the path of parenthood, Or like, are you're still so new into the mothering space. Maybe you haven't even thought about that and, you know, work opportunities. But I'd love to hear someone being in the same industry as me. How do you feel
2: about that? Well, I wasn't working very much before I got pregnant because I think people don't really know what to do with me. A little bit. you're a high <laughs> – f- you've got a slash jobs because you're also a singer and you're also – But I also just think it's like, you know, I when I was like 18 or 19 and really started acting, like I had this like Justin Bieber black short haircut and I would like had a bunch of tattoos and I – you know, I I really limited myself with how I was viewed when I would go to events or whatever. Like I I really gave myself a specific look, right. Which my mom was always like, don't do that because then people won't be able to look at you with any imagination. Right. And I feel like people can't because it's like, I'm, I have just enough awareness publicly. Like I have more awareness than I've earned from the work I've done because of my family. And so I think there's been this weird kind of thing where people are like, uh, th- like they just don't really know what role or like where to stick me. Right, mm, that's you know? so
0: interesting.
2: I get stuck as either, I would say the majority of the time, I either am um, playing like an LGBTQ character or um, I'm an, I'm a drug addict or <laughs> I've had some sort of like sexual abuse is like usually like-
0: Really? <laughs> wow. I always get to troll my characters. Everyone's like, should be great for that. Like any person in
2: trauma, like, oh yeah, Teresa would be perfect. I'm like, what? Why? Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, you know, I can also dress very feminine <laughs> like I can <laughs> Yeah. I hit a point in my twenties where I then went like was wearing makeup every day and was trying to like overcorrect and be super femme because I thought <laughs> it would help.
1: Yeah. But
2: I think I think I'm honestly trying to find I I love acting and And I love singing. And if, you know, there's an easeful way that that can continue being a part of my life, I would love that. Mm -hmm. You know, like my dream in life is to be like one of Wes Anderson's like muses. And just like, even if I only did like Wes Anderson movies for the rest of my life, I'd be like, cool, great.
1: I mean, yeah same Wes because you're listening uh just same same tease <laughs> or like a tv
2: show or just something you Looking know for like
1: 40 year old white woman
0: <laughs> yeah he's shooting something in Berlin right now and I, I was like my husband's like oh because I just said oh I just want to go to Berlin and he was like you should try and get a role in the new Wes Anderson movie because Michael Sarah's in it Mark's friend oh, and I'm sure. like, mm, yeah I can dream We can dream. Anyway, we can all dream.
2: That'd be perfect. (laughs) But but what I really want to do, and I might actually start doing it. I found a a friend that might let me uh, have her be the guinea pig is I want to create a service, right? Where there's so much mom stuff, right? I got so much stuff sent to me and I bought so much stuff because I love trying things. And I want to do something where um, it's a doula. I'm actually learning how to become a doula. And I would do that for certain people, but also something that's like a doula of just the mom pre baby and then postpartum. So I would Mm. come into your house, give me a budget. You say, I um, want things that are sustainable, eco friendly, like all green, like I could come bring you all of like, I don't know, a the right pillows like and and yes like I've done the research it's kind of like goop it's kind of like a mix of other things I can come in and because I've had a couple friends be like oh well what uh nipple cream did you use what you have a lactation consultant and then connect people so I'm like all right I have all of these care providers do you need a doula do you need a Mm -hmm. midwife and really helping people feel supported and taking the guesswork out of some of the new mom stuff because yeah, there's stuff yes. that you know what's a breast pumper for this Do, like no one if I hadn't had a friend who had struggled with milk production I would have never known to get different size flanges for pumping
1: yes yeah would have never known. Uh, I think that's such a great idea and
0: also like being a mom too you can just yeah bring your baby along with you. it's yeah. amazing
1: it's so, yeah which would be so nice oh it's so great What are you using for, um, like, did you have a favorite prenatal vitamin or, like, postpartum? Or is there something that you're, like, doing to nourish yourself in a way that, you know, you're like, oh, okay, I really feel supported in that way. Is there anything? I found Needed
2: Prenatal, and I love all of their stuff. Um, Mm. And I switched to them, like, halfway through my pregnancy. That and actually this sweet gal on Instagram who's also pregnant – Created this company called um, Soft and Fat, and it reminds me actually a lot of Bayo. And she's she's like really cute and about to pop as well. But she makes (laughs) beef tallow cream. Oh, what's that? So it's it's like a cream that's made out of beef fat, and it has an interesting smell to it. But so my midwife, because I tore, and I was like, "What do you put on your vagina? Obviously, you can't put like I don't know normal stuff." So I had this beef tallow cream that has, that this gal made that has like calendula and chamomile. And that's what I used every day because she said also, like, if you have, if you tear it all, or even if you have just a little skin marks, you should put something on there before you pee because it will help yeah. keep, the, keep it from stinging. And I did that every day and I, I never stung when I peed really? and, and I use it now as diaper rash cream on her
1: Oh my gosh, wow, how cool. interesting. But it's nice because there's all of these
2: different things that I've, that I'm kind of finding and, you know, and you just think about different stuff as a mom. Like, okay, what kind of clothes does she have? What kind of detergent? What kind of mm. like pillows or crib sheets or, or all of this stuff? I wish that I could say that I had like good self-care for myself and have been taking care of myself, but I don't think I thought I had mastitis one day, I think maybe like the week before last. And I realized it was the first day in this almost eight weeks that she's been alive that I spent the day in bed.
0: Oh Oh my gosh. God, You and I are so similar.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I just like, I would come over and then, I was like, oh, I have to clean the house.
1: Oh, my yes. gosh. Wow. Because
2: wow. I in the business. <laughs> and I have a second to, like, do her laundry and do stuff and restock the uh,
0: And I have another question for you being a first-time mama bear. Um, The postpartum experience with the – because everyone harps on about, oh, the sleep, the sleep deprivation, the sleep. How have you yeah. found that aspect of it? Because one of my girlfriends who's about to pop is like – I just love sleep so much. I'm really
2: worried about it. Like, what's your experience been with that? I mean, I'm tired. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I feel like pregnancy so deeply prepared me. I feel like my body takes really well to pregnancy because I feel like literally in the first trimester immediately was like waking up multiple times a night and then going back to bed where normally before I was just like out like a light. So for me, I don't know. That has been not terrible. You know, thankfully, Derek, like he's on diaper duty. So at night, (laughs) even if he doesn't take her to, you know, feed her, I don't get like a couple hours of sleep, which I wish Mm -hmm. we could trade off that way. But, you know, I'll wake him up to change her. So then I have like (laughs) micro sleep (laughs) for two minutes changing her. But then I just feed her. And also because I co-sleep. I was going to ask you that. Like yeah, what your setup I, is. I did a lot of research to make sure I knew how to do it safely because there's so much rhetoric about how you're going to suffocate your child and how unsafe it is. And I read an incredible book called Safe Infant Sleep that a girlfriend of mine who's a doula gave to me. And when you start looking at and thinking even just logically, about it and you go oh right they were just she was just inside my body for nine months Mm -hmm. how she learned like she's her body is completely regulated to mine and so you're telling me that you want me to take her and put her somewhere where she doesn't have body heat where she can't hear my heartbeat she can't feel my breath
1: Mm.
2: and that's just it just didn't make sense to me I know it doesn't work for everybody but yeah you know yeah I, like there's not been a night that I have not slept with her she sleeps mm-hmm. in bed with me every night yeah and she even sleeps on her side because that's how she slept in the womb mm-hmm. and it makes it really <laughs> easy because I just yes she looks literally like a drunk old man right now oh my gosh so cute <laughs> yeah we when we were writing
0: our book we wanted to write about co-sleeping because for Sarah and I it's just how we did things. It's how we yeah. did things, and it's how I feel like I've been able to have four children because yeah. I have not felt that tired. I mean, yes, tired, but not not the sort of tired where you're like getting up and walking down the hall and turning the lights on, like that kind of dis- like disruption to your sleep if your baby's in another room. I can right. imagine how tired, yeah. how tiring that would be. So we had um, a doctor. Yeah contribute to our book and um he has like very specific safe co-sleeping practices so we included that as a part of our book and we've had so much amazing feedback about it because there are so many ways that you can even if you're feeling wobbly and worried about there's so many ways that you can make that safe and feel good about it Um, and you just you're right right. you just have to
2: go online and you do the research honestly the most amazing trick that this lactation consultant showed me was when you're doing the side lying breastfeeding, and then when they're done, you just take their little face and rest it on your boob, and then you know that they can breathe. And I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. you have just unlocked the most magical <laughs> trick for me!" Because then I felt super confident with her. Yeah. The first couple of nights, I kept looking over and being like, "Are you breathing?"
0: Yeah. I still do that even with the fourth. You know, even postpartum with the fourth of first few hours, you're like. <gasps> up that first night being like, is everything okay? Is she still breathing? Is her her chest breathing? Yes. Okay. She's fine.
2: It's like that never goes no matter how many babies. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. Did you guys, (laughs) I literally don't trust anyone else to hold her. I mean, I I I let people hold her all the time. Right. (laughs) My mom, my sisters, my partner. I, I am, (laughs) I even look at Derek sometimes and I'm like, you're not holding her right. (laughs) you gotta no 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 like babe like hold her a little better two hands two hands i don't know if that happened to you guys but i i'm like i expect everyone to drop her that's so Mm.
1: interesting
2: i don't think i had that i was probably too far the other way
0: <laughs> yeah, I was too far the other way. I was sort of like, wee, she'll be right. Oh, she'll be fine.
1: People were like, oh, I'm so worried to hold her. I was like, no, 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 she's fine. Like, it's okay, you got it. <gasps> yeah, I don't know. I got more nervous with people who seemed nervous. Like when yeah. somebody ha- feels a little awkward when holding the baby cuz holding a ba- holding a new freshie is very different than holding like a 4 month old right so yeah. when somebody would like go to hold the freshie like the there's like just everything's like jello you know like they kind of so <laughs> They're so floppy. And so when someone would go to take the baby and they'd be like, oh, uh, uh, uh," and then they'd be like so nervous, I'd be like dying inside. Like, what? Why are you so scared? Like, just take a deep breath and hold the baby like you're good, you know, like put hold that up. And um, so that's what would make me nervous. But if somebody came in and was like, oh, I've got this and like took the baby, then I felt fine. So but I mean, it just yeah but it's that it mama bear instincts. It is. Yes, I feel
2: ferocious. Like I'll pass her off. I pass her off all the time because I, I think it's good. And I've seen moms who are too like, <gasps> like, I'm not like that at all. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not, it's like, I'm not, I'm not afraid necessarily that something's going to happen. Maybe that a little bit, but it's just like, I, I, I know I can do it better. Yes, yes, I get <laughs> yes. it. <laughs>
1: that taps into your like c- wanting to be in control, right? That yes, taps into 100%. your like control I'm thing. Such a micro-manager. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm like, she's crying. Let me just do it. I got it. <laughs> I
0: know. I, I did do that with Mark maybe a little bit. Like the moment the baby yeah. makes a peep, I'd be like swooping and grab, which, you know, is probably not. The greatest thing to well, we do. We gotta let
2: them. We let them learn.
0: Yeah, we gotta let them. Yeah, learn. but then you can't. Like, you hate hearing your little teeny tiny like calling out for you. Or, you know, and you don't want to break that bond where the dad's like kind of wobbly and trying to figure it out with the baby, and they're trying to establish their own connection. And you know, mama bear just swoops in. I I was definitely guilty of doing that. Uh, I think maybe I got better with the. You have to like
1: set them up for success, right? Like give them like give yeah. them a fully fed baby that just needs a little burp <laughs> yeah. and a little snooze and maybe a diaper change. But like set them up for success because if you give them yes. pass the baby over and the baby's like on the verge of needing milk soon, then it's going to start crying. It's going to want you again. And then you're like, they're going to feel bad and you're going to feel like you swooped in oh. and like real. it's best to just like. Get the feeding Tank done, them up, pass them off. off. Yeah,
2: the main thing is because he he at the, in the beginning changes. You know, he changes a lot of her diapers. Um, but in the beginning, pretty much did I would say almost all of them, unless he you know couldn't do something or you know a late night one. And so now, if she's ever having you know constipation or something sometimes he'll just grab her and it's like she has gotten comfortable enough to then she knows it oh. that like he changes her so then she'll just poo oh. it's like he'll oh, oh my gosh, gosh. <laughs> that's a really sweet
0: role that's really <laughs> cute it's like his role. oh my god oh that's I a way to keep it. him feeling uh, included though i know too. like included
2: in the care I said, I'm doing the input so
1: he can do the output.
0: <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> oh my God.
1: I love oh that. Oh my God. I could literally go on and on with you all day long. This has been this is amazing. such an amazing birth story and postpartum conversation, which I think is just so important. And thank you for sharing like, you know, this entire journey with us, like all through your pregnancy. If you guys are listening now and you didn't hear the, um uh, Um, like pregnancy journey for rumor go back and listen to it because it's amazing and she kind of walks us through all of her intentions for her birth and um things that she was nervous about things she was excited about and then this like thank you so much for showing up and sharing your story it's just gonna mean so much to so many people with us too it was so nice little
0: glimpses and noises
2: you guys are paving the way and 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 sharing stories i think vulnerably and honestly about the fear about because there's not there's not conversations Binny. there's not conversations enough to me about successful home birth stories yeah empowering stories or home birth transfers that were still very empowering that like there there needs to be space for these stories that went well look I tour and I'm a first-time mom and like and all of these other things and it was still the most amazing day of my life yeah. I- felt more powerful. I've never felt more like proud of myself. Yeah. This, this like fully transformational moment of being able to say, look at this thing that I was so afraid of and that I did. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, and there needs to be more access to those kind of stories and things like this so that women can feel like they can do it. And it's not like, oh my God, I'm like, I had a gal call me the other day. My sister connected me to a friend of hers, who didn't want to have an epidural and or maybe couldn't have, and she was calling me and but she because she was so scared because all oh, the God. rhetoric is about, oh, you can't do it. Even doctors being like, I don't think you can do that. You, yeah. you can't do it. There's not, you know, people who are advocating for you, mm-hmm. and then you're being scared. Look, the last thing I ever thought is if someone said, I'm gonna cut you and give you an episiotomy, that I would have readily agreed that fast. But I understand now why when you're in a hospital and you have a care yeah. provider saying, this is what you need to do. That in that moment, while while you're just this portal bringing this new life in, that if you feel that their life is in danger, you're like, oh, yes, whatever you have to do. Absolutely. Yes. And I think a lot of C-sections and maybe other interventions could be avoided. Yeah. And not all the time. Look, we have OBs and surgeons there because they are needed. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There are moments, but I think a lot of the time, if we just allow more space for physiological birth to occur, it mm. can. And mm. and I tell you what, this little girl is so mellow and so calm because I mm-hmm. didn't force her out, even though I was so frustrated. All my friends were going early; she <laughs> came wanted. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: <gasps> oh, oh my gosh. How
2: amazing!
0: Well, it's Rumi, so you're true. such an inspiration. Yeah. I can't wait for people to hear this episode. It's I it's know. seriously like, it's episodes like this that I feel like <laughs> can have such a positive impact on people's experiences. So thank you for I sharing so. so openly and vulnerably. My pleasure. Yeah, I love you talking
1: so to so much. I know. <laughs> I
0: can't wait to come and give you a squeeze in person when I'm back. We're going to have
1: to like have you back on to talk about the, um, you know, first three months and the four month sleep regression.
0: Let's <laughs> hope oh, yeah. well, that's not coming. <laughs>
1: Uh um oh we love you so much thank you rumor and you guys have been listening to the mother days podcast um you can find us on apple podcast spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts goodbye daisies bye